All right, guys, welcome back to the Establish the Past podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Level, with me as always, my co-host, Dylan Reagan. And Dylan, we have made it. Week one, are back to our favorite time of the week as we make our picks with our upsets, betting locks, and quick picks uh, for all the games this season. Now we don't have to talk about the hype, Dylan. Actually, to talk about games that are going to be played. So always fun to get things started in week one as we look at uh, all of these matchups. Yeah, I couldn't be more excited for this slate. All the, I mean, starting with a game that who would have, if you told us just a few years ago that Lions Chiefs was the opening night game and you and you'd be thrilled by it, uh, you would have been a little surprised. But yeah, things have changed. Quite a few teams um, that you know, the AFC race. I couldn't be more excited for. As I've said over and over again on here, some NFC teams. I'm sure we're gonna have some surprise. And week one's always fun because anything can happen. Last year, the Bears beat the Niners, right? We had a number of games that came down to crazy last-second field goals and turnovers and different things, teams competing with teams they never would have later in the season. So it's a good time. Everyone's amped up. And, yeah, good slate. And even for some of the games that aren't, like, going to make our game of the week kind of list, a lot of young – obviously, a lot of rookie quarterbacks making their first starts. Get to see the beginning of the Jordan Love era and Green Bay – against the bears i mean yeah there's just a lot of not too many matchups as i scroll down this that i couldn't find something to be excited about which as much as i love the nfl isn't always the case (laughs) yeah well and look if you're most of us probably just coming off of like fantasy drafts and all that other stuff too so it's always an exciting time just to get into week one because you know not just when you look at these matchups but if you play fantasy it's like you're definitely going to find some things just completely overreact to after one game it's like oh i gotta drop this guy he did nothing in week one and so um, it's a lot of fun to look at it from a fantasy perspective, too. Um, but let's jump in, Dylan. As always, we do our games of the week, betting locks, upsets, and then we give you our quick picks for the games that are left uh, in the rest of the group there. But we do start with our games of the week, and one of those, uh, two of these actually are going to be uh, rivalry divisional matchups here. And the first one is the Cowboys going on the road to play the New York Giants. Uh, the Cowboys are three and a half point favorites in this game always uh, an interesting one Dylan as we know with these two teams high expectations coming in uh, if you missed our um I think Dylan you, you picked the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl did you I not I did I did you to did lose so to the Chiefs, yeah. apologies to Cowboys fans because the last <laughs> time one of us picked the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl I think that was the year Dak got hurt early on and uh they had a very bad season that was me uh, who made that pick a couple years ago but yeah, this should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, Sunday night primetime game to start things off here. I told you, and this is going to be the theme in our picks for week one. Uh, it's it's easy to get a lot more kind of analytical about things once you see these teams play for the first time. But I told you, as I said, look, the, week one's always like these just weird outcomes sometimes. And I don't think that the Giants beating the Cowboys would be weird here. But just think about how often we overreact to what does happen in week one. I think I can just see the scenario here where the Giants come out and beat the Cowboys. Cowboys get off to a slow start. Everybody's ready to fire Mike McCarthy. Uh, Cowboys, you know, maybe don't move the ball as well as they would like. I could see all those things happening because I just think the Giants are a, such a well-coached team. Uh, with Brian. We've seen it. Right? We saw what he could do last year. And so I'm going to take the Giants here. And this is not technically, um, you know, going to be my upset pick of the week because I've got another one too there but um yeah i am gonna take the giants as the underdog here at home because i just i don't know this is more of the week one pick dylan where sometimes you just try to find some some underdogs and pick them and this feels like a good enough one to do that because i think the giants are are good enough uh to win Mm -hmm. this game as we've seen before so 
Yeah, they, they hung tough with the tough with the Cowboys last year early in the season. And it's not like I mean the Giants did make the playoffs. They did win a playoff game. They added Darren Waller. Um, still some questions that are offensive line, but I, I think it, you know if they're able to hold up with Evan Neal and, and Andrew Thomas bookending the at the tackle positions against this Cowboys front that I, I think you can make an argument uh, is right up there. Not so much uh, all just defensive line, but front seven overall with a lot of teams in the league. Um, if they can keep Daniel Jones on his feet, keep, keep him from getting into positions where he has to be forced to make way too many plays that he doesn't want to make. Yeah, I could 100% see it, but I, I think the Cowboys right now, I just feel still better about overall where they're at, obviously, given what, I, what you just mentioned with my preseason prediction for them. I don't think they're going to necessarily come out guns a-blazing. That's partially why I do think there's a chance the Giants still could win this game, but I had to still give the edge to Dallas. I just think there's a, a talent gap still between the two, even if the Giants... Um, again, did hung, hang with them early in the season last year. I, I think there's some things for them, too, that uh, they're going to be able to wreak havoc against a lot of teams with their defensive line. But I just, against the Cowboys' uh, front five on their offensive line, I just don't see it the same way, having the same impact. And I think there's just, two, even with uh, Kellen Moore leaving, and I, 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 of course I picked the Cowboys to make the Super Bowl of the year when I'm saying I'm kind of reluctant to see what this offense looks like without him. But I still think there's enough talent there that overall, over the course, it might take a, a little more time. But I think they're going to end up coming together and being one of the best offenses, at least top five, top six offenses, in my opinion, in the league. So I'll, I'll give them the edge here uh, to eke out a win. But it, it, it could come down right to the end of it unless Dallas is um, able to get a ton of pressure on Daniel Jones. Then I want to be surprised if they end up covering. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm looking at this now, and I'm going to have to backtrack. Like, I, I don't know why I was thinking that the Cowboys had, or excuse me, the Giants had beaten the Cowboys more recently than the, what, January 2021. That's the only time they beat the Cowboys since 2016. I don't know why, but it's just because they played some of these close games that have gone yep. down to, like, a touchdown. Um, yeah, like 28 20, 27-34, 36-35, 20-13, 23-19. Like, they're, they've all been kind of close, yep. um, you know, just in that range but then you've had some blowouts in there too so yeah not exactly i don't know why again it all kinds of runs together sometimes but uh yeah i didn't realize that stat until looking up now but played a lot of close games maybe the giants get over the hump here in this one i'll pick them to do it uh, even though this is a nothing more than a week one throw of the dice to see uh if, if some of the underdogs could get a pick here so all right our other game of the week bills at the jets uh bills two and a half point favorites on the road in this one and we all know the hype surrounding the Giants coming into the season, or excuse me, the Jets uh, coming into the season. And Dylan, of course, Aaron Rodgers, not a quarterback. Uh, they've been on hard knocks. That gives you more visibility uh, for people to get on the Jets bandwagon. But the Bills are still the Bills. And uh, this is one where, you know, these are two really tough, you know, nosed teams, very aggressive, both sides. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm glad it's the Monday night game because I think this is, you know, kind of that showcase game should probably be in this spot. Uh, and yeah, I think this one will be a lot of fun, but I told you I went back and forth on this one. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the bills. I just think they're the better team. And I think that this is one of those games where initially I could see a lot of people riding the jets here, um, out of the gate. But, um, from a betting standpoint, I would probably go the opposite way just because I don't know. I, I just think, you know, we got to still remember the bills are, are very good and they're still a super bowl, uh, contender and probably more so than the jets right now. And so, uh, I think this should be a great game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bills defense to get some stuff done here against Aaron Rodgers in that offense. Yeah, I think it could be. Uh, I think this is the game I'm the most excited for, not just because of hard knocks, just 
because of obviously Aaron Rodgers being there and, and the quality of these teams and how the, what these games are going to mean for who comes out on top in this division and ultimately even gets into the playoffs. But for all that hype, I, I think this could be a kind of more of a defensive game. The two projected top DVOA defenses in the entire NFL with the Bills at one, Jets at two, uh, both offenses that have obviously tons of talent. But I think it's just a more of a confidence factor in the time the Bills have had together. And I know their offensive line isn't exactly uh, one of the greatest units in the league um, at this moment, but or at least going into this year. But the Jets, uh, still a question mark. They, they touched on it in hard knocks, and it's not for uh, no reason. Like they, That is definitely the one part of this team where you look at the skill position players they have, how complete their defense is. But there's just something about that side of um, on the offensive side of the ball. Can they just keep the pressure off of Aaron? It's just going to be a little bit different. I think week one, sometimes uh, these uh, defensive lines can have an edge at first um, against offensive lines. And I think Buffalo, ultimately, the pressure they're able to generate ends up making a difference. But I, I think the, the best bet here might be the under um, 46 and a half. I, I think a 20 to 17 kind of game is what we're looking at here. And I'll, I'll go with the Bills, edge it out. But I still think the Jets have a shot. Um, it just really depends if uh, Aaron Rodgers, I, I think the, the uh, chemistry that he's been able to build up, you know, being at all these offseason um, practices that at times at Green Bay, especially over the last few years, he was not attending. He knew it was going to be important to get that chemistry going. It does help. He has a couple guys uh, that came along with him from Green Bay, Green Bay and Lazard and, and Cobb. But I, I really think that they, you know, when they start hitting their gear, there's a reason, yeah, I picked the Jets to make the playoffs. I still think they're going to be really good. But the Bills, um, maybe people are sleeping on them a little bit because of how the way that, uh, that divisional game went against the Bengals. They got beat up quite a bit but this is a team that you know last last year in the opening night game you know what they did to the Rams you know what the Rams ended up being but it's not like they didn't beat the uh, the Chiefs in the regular season and a lot of really good teams in the regular season last year so uh, I think they kind of at the end of the year things uh, almost got kind of tuckered down after a really long season maybe the Bills aren't as worried about being the the top team that everyone's talking about but I think they're going to show us again on the on this night on Monday night with so many people watching uh, why they're still one of the top uh, Super Bowl contenders in the AFC. Yep, you know, I always enjoy my, my trends from covers. Uh, good one here, Jets. Uh, the unders hit in 14 of their last 21 games for the Jets. So I'm with you. I think this is a lower-scoring type game. Over-under set at 46, 46 and a half right now, somewhere in there. So um, I could certainly see that happening uh, here in this one with these two defensively. All right, let's get to the fun part. It's always our most exciting part of these uh, picks we do every week. Our betting locks, and uh, sometimes, Dylan, we get off to a great start. Sometimes we don't. I'm feeling confident this week, although you have uh, already broken rule number one of the podcast in terms of um, picking a double-digit favorite as your betting lock, but you're going to go to it here in a second. But I'm going to go to a team that is favored by a touchdown. The Cardinals are at the Commanders. Seven-point favorites are the Commanders there in the nation's capital I told you before we started recording, Dylan, I just, the more I look at this Cardinals team, I just, I don't see it. I don't see how they're going to keep up with most teams that they play. And I just feel like the commanders are one of those teams. You would talk about teams maybe that are not getting talked about enough just because of the division they're in. Um, they could be the fourth best team in that division, but I still think they're pretty good. Uh, and I think that it's going to be fun to kind of see what Sam Howell and that group around them can do offensively this year, because I think they've got several guys who can kind of break out and have huge seasons so it's a touchdown and for that reason you know if this was like eight i probably wouldn't touch it but i think the commanders are probably a touchdown better than the cardinals and so i'm going to pick the commanders here as my my betting lock to win it by seven or more in this one 
This this could become a trend this year. Um, us taking the, whoever's playing the Cardinals. I'm sure after a while the, these spreads might get a little higher. But just yeah, think I, about I, it, Dylan. It's not that long ago we were doing that with the Dolphins. Um, yep. Remember, years several years ago we were doing that with the Dolphins. And look how quickly they turned things around. The Cardinals will hope for the same here. So, well, I, I mean, I think they've made some savvy trades uh, this past offseason to potentially end up with two top five picks. We'll see how it all ends up. But yeah, this year uh, I think it's fairly clear when your, your two quarterbacks are Joshua Dobbs and Clayton Toome that you don't really. And I think at the last time they were listed as or like kind of like you see what a lot of college teams do or. It's not one starter to the other. So just that on its own is one thing. This defense uh, has some talented players, but as a whole unit, I don't think they're going to be that uh, formidable, even for a Washington offense that has its own question marks. I think the, the main thing here is Washington's defense is the one unit in this entire game that I feel like is pretty dang good, and I could honestly see them um, pulling away. I, I'm with you. I would if I, Even though it's not my lock, I would – pick the Washington to win this game by more than seven and over under on this one only 38 so uh mm. kind of interesting thing we got going here um I don't know I, I might go over with that just because I think the maybe Washington's defense scores some points themselves yeah I was gonna say like I, I think that is purely based on the fact that people are not expecting the Cardinals to score points here and I'm not either and so I think that's that's definitely um where this is at I think and the reason why the pick is is here so yeah give me the commanders here uh in a big start i think for them and remember this is an early kickoff too it's a uh one eastern kickoff so a little bit earlier uh, for arizona as well heading to the east coast all right dylan to yours as i said you're breaking the golden rule of our <laughs> podcast we always say stay away from the double digit favorites more often than not it it hurts you but you're gonna go that route because the texans are on the road in game one um for D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud combination there. They hit the road to play the Ravens, who are 10-point favorites in this game. Um, but I'm kind of with you. I, I think, as I said, too, it's it's a hard start for a rookie quarterback to go on the road to play the Ravens in game one, and also for a, a rookie head coach. And, and even though, again, we, we think that the Texans are going to eventually turn things around, I think they've got a good nucleus in place. This just feels like a tough start against the Ravens on the road um ravens and just as we know you talked about one of those teams just seemed to start well in terms of um getting off to good start here lamar stuff's behind them now uh yeah i'm with you i think the ravens take care of business here yeah, week one you for just general picks is really tough because of all the wacky things that happen teams pull out kind of different stuff out of the playbook that they're not going to be able to get away with over the course of the season as every team gets filmed one thing I think we can count on is the Ravens coming out hot. Yeah, I've, I look back. I picked them as my lock to start the year uh, last season. They beat the Jets, um, about, covered the spread by a few points there. So I'm going to stick with that being the case. It's, it's for a lot of the reasons you said. I still think of as much as Houston um, has a chance to, to take some uh, steps forward and, and like what they're starting to, to build potentially, I think their offense is not going to be that good. And, I, and as I've talked about, even though I – I know I'm going to regret not picking Baltimore to make the playoffs. I think their defense has improved. They don't have the pass rush that we that you'd love um, uh, that we're so used to seeing for so many years from Baltimore. But I think overall as a unit, they, they have some strength there. And I think the offense, I'm just really excited to see mostly what that unit can do. I think they're going to have a lot of fun stuff cooked up for this week one game against Houston as well. I think that's ultimately why I end up picking this. I think they'll just kind of be able to, to score, not necessarily at will, but uh, with some uh, – 
pretty comfortable uh, number of points that I think the Ravens will be able to put up in this game. So ultimately, yeah, I'd, I just looked down the group and or down the list of games and uh, outside of the Commanders, which uh, you got there, I, I just couldn't find one that I felt quite as confident in the team taking control. And you know, if they don't cover, I still think they're going to comfortably win this game. Uh, maybe they won't get a backdoor cover by Houston, but ultimately, I had to stick with Baltimore. I think that. Um, yeah, I just I don't know if Houston's quite. I think over the course of the year we'll see their defense improve, but I don't think in this game that it, it's going to be. Uh, I think it's going to be tough against a really fresh Lamar with, with Todd Munkin and all the different player uh, skill players they have right now. I think there's a chance that Baltimore puts up a kind of a crooked number against Houston here. All right, our upsets of the week. Technically, my biggest upset from a point spread standpoint was the Giants beating the Cowboys three and a half on that one um and so i'll go to the next one that i have in terms of the upset from the the, the, le- the next lowest number that's gonna be the 49ers heading on the road to play the steelers uh niners are two and a half point favorites in this game uh this is another one Dublin, where it's like find your upsets somewhere um yeah. and i decided to go with this one because i think this was what was it last year was it the niners and the bears game yep. was that the one um you know niners just started off looked awful in week one um I don't think they'll look that bad in this game, but I do think the Steelers are another one of those teams that in a very crowded division sometimes can maybe be getting a little bit overlooked. And I think that may be the case heading into this season. I think Kenny Pickett will be better this year. I think again, everybody, you know, around him offensively, another year of experience uh, and all those things. And so I'm going to, I'm going to take a chance on the Steelers here. Uh, You know, another kind of situation as I talked about a minute ago, with a team, you know, out west heading to the east. Uh, I think that's an early kickoff too, is yep. it not, Dylan, mm-hmm. on that one? So another kind of setup there, and I'm just going to lean into that trend here as I'm going to take the Steelers to pick the to beat the 49ers, who, by the way, I did pick in my Super Bowl. Um, so I picked against one of Dylan's Super Bowl picks, and now I picked against one of my Super Bowl picks in week one uh, just to kind of, you know, try to even it out here just to see um, if we can – and get some momentum heading in the right direction. But I'll go Steelers here for this Yeah, I think it just lines up with kind of uh, the week one wackiness, like you said. I'm on board with you. This is a game that I, I thought, you know, leading up to the season, looking just at the week one games a few weeks ago, kind of thought the Niners was going to pencil in. But now we have Nick Bosa likely not playing. Um, if his contract situation doesn't get sorted out before then, Talked a little bit about, as, as I still think the Niners are one of the top Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, but their offensive line maybe isn't as strong across the board as it has been in past years. And I think Pittsburgh's front seven is also, you know, I think they're just really deep up front and have a, just a ridiculous defensive line um, uh, to, on their own right. So I don't think they're going to make things easy for San Francisco. Um, on the flip side, I, I you know, I think there's enough things the Steelers have figured out on offense. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Um, but you know, they can't you look at last year as well, not just the Niners, uh, losing the Steelers came out and took a couple missed field goals, uh, going their way, but they beat the Bengals in week one and had forced like four turnovers. And I, you just looked at how ferocious that defense was that on that day with the healthy TJ Watt, uh, before he got his injury, I think later in that overtime of that game. But, um, they, I, I think they're going to be better on that side of the ball this year. And I, I, as I mentioned, as we've talked about the AFC and then our, uh, you know, playoff picks, I didn't pick the Steelers to make the postseason, but I, I, they're right, they were right there on the edge of teams that I think can do it. So it's just a, maybe a little bit of a timing thing with San Francisco here. I think they'll settle in and still end up probably having a nice long eight, nine game winning streak like they did last year um, at some point. But I, I think in this one, it's just that kind of week one game where 
maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe the Niners will come out and be like, yep, that's the Super Bowl contender we, we thought they were and everything will look perfect. But I think that Pittsburgh's going to find a way to make it a little more messy. All right, now we go to your upset pick of the week. I can't say I'm surprised by this one, Dylan, because I know you're high <laughs> on this team. I think you picked them to make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but we, of course, picked both these things to make the playoffs. But uh, the Bengals are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Browns. And so um, this is another one that I think should be interesting. We talked about it, you know, the summer. What's happened, you know, with Deshaun Watson coming into the season? How how much better, you know, did they look offensively with, with him and, you know, getting back into the groove of things and, and all that? But we know what they have defensively and those kind of things. So this should be a fun game. I'm going to pick the Bengals uh, for this one. But another, I think, really fun sort of divisional matchup here early on and um, should be great atmospheres as always in these kind of games. And so oh, yeah. uh, I know you're going to go the opposite direction, but this should be another fun one. Yeah, it's a couple. Th- I mean, this I know it's week one wackiness, so we can't really predict too much. <laughs> but Joe Burrow one and four against the Browns in his career. Yeah. Um, the fact that he's also coming off his uh, injury, and I, I, it sounds like everything's going to be fine. But I, there's just enough things there. I saw how that game started or the season started again last year against Pittsburgh. I don't think the Browns' defense is quite as ferocious, but I think they're going to be a, a solid defense, as I talked about, projected to be a top ten unit on that side by DVOA. So, I, yeah, I think it's a pretty even game. Two teams that, uh, at this point, at least, I think Cincinnati will pull away. That's why I picked them to win the division. I still think that the Bengals are the class of this division. It's just kind of that thing where teams seem to have another team's number um, sometimes in these rivalries, and maybe this is the game where the Bengals start to turn the tide. I'll, uh, just because the, they're favorites on the road here, I'll go with the Browns, maybe getting a little undervalued um, in this game. But uh, I mean, I understand it. I, I, you know, I'm as big of a Joe Burrow fan as anyone and do believe that ultimately Cincinnati is going to be right there as a Super Bowl contender at the end. Um, whereas I'm not sure the, if the Browns are going to get there, but I do think the Browns are a pretty good team. And I think, yeah, the uh, just the, the track record, for some reason they've kind of had their number. I'm excited to see what this defense looks like under Jim Schwartz taking over there. I was defense coordinator in Cleveland. So, yeah, I think they'll have some kind of things up their sleeve as well. And ultimately, maybe maybe a game that I think will actually have a little a few more points, uh, finally. I think this will be a kind of high-scoring game. We've seen some of those between when Baker was <laughs> still baking in Cleveland yeah. against Joe Burrow for a second. But um should be a fun one, though. This is one of those games that I, it's not our one of our games of the week, but one that I'm – really really looking forward to it's one of uh, the matchups and just like any of the afc north afc east matchups this year i think they're going to be a lot of good games all right now we roll through our quick picks uh, as we go through these uh, quickly here uh, quite a few games to finish up with of course everyone plays <laughs> week one and uh, not to the buys yet so uh, always uh, fun to see everybody in action lions of the chiefs that's the thursday night matchup chiefs four and a half point favorites in this one of course all the talk going into it travis kelsey um injury and you know Delano everyone yesterday seeing the quote the ACL is intact well that's always a good thing but anytime you're having to having to point out that the ACL is intact uh, it's not ideal um so yeah I, I think that you know probably lowers this number a little bit uh for some people I would assume this number's gone down uh since probably that news has come out because I think the Chiefs open is like a seven point favorite or something like that it's all, all the way down to four and a half yeah so that's going to play uh, a factor in this, of course, but it's still the Chiefs at home to open the season. You and I are very high on the Lions. We both picked them to win the division. Um, and I think, again, like you said, it's, it's wild to think this matchup could be perhaps the most entertaining of the week just in terms of points and uh, creative offenses and those kind of things. But, I mean, this should be a lot of fun. Like It really should be entertaining to see what the Lions look like here. Would not be shocked at all if the Lions won this game, but – I can't pick against the defending champions uh, in this spot, so give me the Chiefs. 
No, I, yeah, I don't think we're going to have a, a letdown like the Rams did against the Bills after winning a Super Bowl last year on opening night. I think the Chiefs will come out strong. I, I do think there's a chance it's a pretty high-scoring game. Obviously, Chris Jones, we talked about Nick Bosa, but Chris Jones also, his contract situation, uh, it seems like there's a chance he's not going to, uh, or it seems like a good chance he's not going to be there in time uh, for this one, <laughs> given the, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be game day. The Kelsey stuff, at least at this moment, things by the time you listen to this could change. But seeing some reports that he has a chance to go, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know if they should do that. Um, as a fantasy owner of Travis Kelsey, I would love that. Uh, but I, I just don't uh, know if that's the smartest thing for them. With uh, I, You know, Andy Reid, talk about guys that come out week one when uh, no one has any tape on them and, and come out with some ridiculous plays and fun stuff. Uh, they're one team that I think will... Um, I, we can always count on them to do that, and they have Patrick Mahomes. So I mean, it's it's hard to bet against them. I do think the Lions are, as you know, we picked them both to win the NFC North. I think they're going to be a pretty formidable team over the course of the year and have balance on both sides of the ball. But I think just Kansas City's offense, even without Kelsey, I still think they're going to be able to get things done. They kind of proved last year they don't need to rely on on one two guys uh, to figure it out. They have a lot of playmakers. A lot of guys are excited about. A lot of guys are excited about the growth of. Um, I'm excited to see Justin Ross in there. I know he's kind of gotten some love in the in, uh, the preseason. Obviously, a lot of people think Scott Moore is going to kind of take off. So there's enough people on the Chiefs, and I, I still feel good about where their offensive line is at this moment. Um, I think it could be a really high-scoring game, but I, in most, just like in most shootouts, and I know we've seen Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes have a, a, a fantastic shootout previously. Maybe we get another one. I don't know if I'm going to pick a 54-51 final, but give us a, a game that's in the high 30s, low 40s. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs just equal this one out. So, I, yeah, I'm not surprised about the uh, the spread there. I think four and a half probably makes sense. All right, the Bucks, the Vikings, Vikings, six-point favorites in this game. Um, yeah, I don't. Look, the Bucks, as we said, I, I don't have high expectations for the Bucks this season. Tricky with the Vikings, I think, because of we talked about last season, Dylan, a team that came off of such a huge year. But yeah. if you dive into the statistics a little bit more, um, didn't seem like they were as good as the record indicated. And uh, But I still think they're they're much better than the, the Bucks at this rate. And so, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Vikings here. Most curious just to see, again, the offense can keep trucking. Obviously, we know there's no Dalvin Cook. Alexander Madison moves into that role full-time now. Um, also curious to see, you know, a guy like Jordan Addison and those kind of guys. So I'm very intrigued by the Vikings here. Um, not as intrigued by the the Bucks, but, uh, hey, Baker, as you said, has been cooking at some points in, in the past. Maybe he gets the Bucks cooking here early with a, an upset win on the road against the Vikings, but I'm not going to pick that. Yeah, I don't know if I can pick it either. I I thought about this one. This would have been one of those bigger upsets, point spread wise. But I, yeah, I do think the Vikings defense is gonna. I, I think based on their offseason moves overall, this is a team that acknowledged that they weren't quite uh, as good as their record indicated. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, I think they are. I, I think their front office and Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, I, I do think they're taking the right steps forward. And I'll pick them to win this game. I just don't. I, mostly because I don't know if the Bucks have even you know with obviously Tom Brady probably wasn't the same guy last year as he was for the, the first part of his tenure uh, with Tampa Bay making winning a Super Bowl and going to the divisional round with the Bucks and the offense last year was stagnant I'm not going to pick someone replacing Tom to make it better um personally we'll, uh, we'll see much as I enjoyed the, the Baker set in LA with the Rams I think the Vikings yeah just I have enough too much going on in offense. It might be a tough game. I don't know if they'll cover, but yeah, Minnesota was had to be the pick for me here. 
All right, on to the next one. The Titans are at the Saints. The Saints are a favorite by a field goal here in New Orleans. Uh, another game I think that's very intriguing uh, as you look at it from this standpoint. Obviously, Derek Carr in New Orleans now. Um, you know, the Saints, they're, they're in that division. We should call it that division, Dylan, uh, in the NFC South. <laughs> and it uh, seems pretty I, – I think they have a really good chance to win the division. I think we both yeah. – picked separate i picked the saints you picked the falcons but um yeah I, I think it sets up well here in the titans as i've said before i just don't know i feel like the titans are just stuck in, in the middle of that you know do we completely <laughs> revamp everything or do we try to make one last push for the playoffs i feel like they're stuck in the middle um and yeah i think if this one was in nashville i'd probably pick the titans but it's in new orleans yeah. and i think that's why they're a field goal favorite so uh give me the saints in this one yeah, it's a kind of an interesting game where I, I, I as much as I, I picked New Orleans too, and I, I think they're going to be fairly good. I think their defense is going to be solid. I think Derek Carr is going to be a step up, and they're going to be able to make some things happen. Uh, but for some reason, this is one that was harder for me. I thought the tight. I just don't know if I'm ready to fully jump off the Titans bandwagon. I know we both didn't pick them to win the division or make the playoffs. This year had a kind of rough go things as it went down the season. A lot of the projections on defense say they're going to kind of regress pretty majorly there. Um, and the offense isn't going to be that great. But there's just something about the Titans, or especially early in the season, too. They're a team, I feel like, that usually does come out pretty strong. Um, Mike Vrabel does a great job motivating his guys. But I think the Saints just maybe have a little bit too much of a talent gap. I think their defense is in a better place at this time um overall and and i i think uh, i trust their quarterback situation more at this point so yeah i'll go with the saints all right uh up next the panthers at the falcons we talked about the nfc south uh fun divisional matchup here to start things off you and i are split on this one falcons are three and a half point favorites in atlanta i'm going to take them to win this one uh but hey you're talking to the guy who almost picked the panthers to make the playoffs <laughs> so i think these are pretty even in all honesty dylan I know you're going to go the opposite way here, but I think one of my betting locks that's not a straight-up win for the other team may be the Panthers plus three-and-a-half here because I think this probably winds up being a field goal-type game between these two teams. We've seen these two play some wacky games before, as we know, um, but I'm going to take the Falcons in this one. Yeah, I'm I'm playing both sides here. I picked the Falcons to win the division, but have them losing a division opener to start the season. But I I think the Falcons are a team that over the course of the year, um, they're going to get things going a bit more. Uh, I I think it's going to take a little time on offense, at least in the passing game. I'm super excited to see this mauling offensive line and Bijan Robinson and Cordell Patterson. I'm sure you saw the thing about the, the Falcons having 12 guys, 12 starters and uh, Cordell has the the J position and posted a Joker thing on Twitter, so hey, he's fully embracing whatever role he's going to have there. But um, I, I think overall it might take a second before this team really hits its full uh, potential. I think their defense is going to take a jump, but I, I think Carolina has some talented players too. I think we saw them uh, last year find a way to run the football pretty well. I think there's a chance that the Falcons end up being much better against the run than uh, than we anticipate. Again, I, I still this is the one I struggle with. This is this is really a week one wacky game. ESPN's uh, you know their their power index stuff has the Falcons only uh, only a 55 percent favorite here. So it kind of felt like a game, like you said, it could come down to a field goal at the end. And I'll I'll add it to uh, week one wackiness. The Falcons have found ways. They found a way. They found a way to lose last year in a pretty crazy way against the Saints in the season opener. So, I'll go with them doing that. But a, a better story after that for the Falcons. I, I'm not going to pick against them all year. I promise. 
There you go. That's uh, it's a good call, I think, uh, for the Falcons. Uh, Jaguars, five-point favorites on the road against the Colts. Yeah, this is another one where, like, I could see kind of uh, some strange results here with this one, perhaps, if Anthony Richardson comes out and just looks great from day one here. But uh, you and I are high on the Jags. I don't yep. see any reason not to pick them here. Um, I just, as we said, the Colts, I, I don't know the Colts are going to be awful this year, but I just don't see this roster um, – in playoff form quite away from it i think right now and so uh, i think the jags are already there and so give me the jags in this one it could be kind of a higher scoring game partially because i i think the the jags defense even though their offense is going to be great i think the jags defense still has a lot of question marks uh still have questions though about indianapolis's offense i think they might turn the ball over though um i think it's going to be kind of a weird game where it's uh, not necessarily even any strength on strength. I think there's only one big strength of these teams, and that is Jacksonville's offense. Pick them for that reason. Just trust Trevor Lawrence. Trust what that side's going to do, even if their defense kind of has, has a mediocre performance. I still think maybe Indianapolis gives them a couple um, turnovers, and that ultimately just allows them to pull away. A game that, looking back, maybe I, I, this is one maybe when we're uh, having the revisionist history on Monday recording and we're like man we should have put pick jacksonville to uh to cover but um it's, i still think it should be an interesting game and yeah excited to see though what anthony richardson looks like in his nfl debut rams and seahawks seahawks five point favorites in this one um you know i i told you rams are gonna be better this year dylan but i don't like the setup for week one on the road in seattle to play the seahawks um who i tell you you know you talk about studying teams closer to the start of the season and really just looking at teams multiple times I like the Seahawks roster, and I really think there's a lot of intriguing pieces on here. As we said, I think they were much better, definitely were much better last year than anyone thought they would be. Um, but I, I I like what they have here, and I think they've got some good young players too that um, you know can take a step forward. And obviously, you've got a nice nucleus at, at several key positions. But um, you know, it's all going to depend on Geno and kind of the, the encore here. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks team, even though I think the Rams will be better. But uh, the Seahawks are growing on me as a team that I tend to like more and more heading into the season. Yeah, I, I as much as I, I didn't pick them to make the playoffs, I think I'm going to regret it majorly. Um, I think Seattle still has a lot of talent. I, I think some of the uh, projections for them may be a bit lower um, on the offensive side in particular. I think their defense is going to be decent. Um, possibly a, a pretty good unit, actually. And yeah, I just uh, the Rams defense, as I've talked about, I really, really think they have a lot of work to do and a lot of building to do. It might be partially by design, even if they claim it's not. Maybe they, I mean, they want to find out who's going to stick around. They're going to have a lot of cap space next year and the year after. I think it makes sense for where they're going, even if it's not in Sean McVay's DNA to admit that or to, to not obviously purposely. Uh, they're not going to be throwing any games by any means. And I think on offense, they could put up some points here, but, you know, with Cooper Cup, the uncertainty there. Um, yeah, I just, they have historically matched up pretty well with Seattle. They almost beat them both. They lost both games last year. Could have won either, especially the week 18 game that would have put the lines in the playoffs uh, eventually and knocked out Seattle. Um, but yeah, in this one, I, in week one with the status of this Rams defense as it currently stands, I got to pick Seattle to win. Raiders, the Broncos, Broncos, three and a half point favorites, uh, in the debut for Sean, uh, Payton there. In Denver, and as we said all offseason, can't get worse for the Broncos. think they're going to be better. I think they win this game, but it's another kind of tricky divisional matchup, sometimes uh, leaning on the road uh, dog here, not always a bad pick. You know, we'll see what Vegas looks like uh, with, you know, kind of the the new look they're going to have uh, offensively, getting Josh Jacobs back, of course, Devontae Adams still there. 
new new look at quarterback and uh, other things as well. But I would I have to believe this is one of those games. Broncos come out and just kind of if you're trying to make a statement early, <laughs> you have to do something to give people reason for optimism. And I tend to think that happens here uh, in Sean Payton's first game with the Broncos. Yeah, it doesn't help the whole whatever's happening with Chandler Jones and the Raiders yeah. right now. Um, that that absence I think does. Make a difference. And yeah, Denver, I mean, I'm pretty sure late in the season that they took care of business, if I, if I remember correctly, against the Raiders in one of the games. Maybe I'm mistaking that with taking care of business against the Chargers. Um, but the Broncos, yeah, at this point, I, I think they're uh, I, both teams I, I don't have a ton of confidence in overall. I think the Raiders, some projection wise, have them a better in offense than what I anticipate. And that's partially why I think Denver's defense. Also, uh, some of uh, the DVOA projections only have them at 18th. I tend to think they're going to outplay that significantly. Um, and I think the Sean Payton effect, I think we'll see it to an extent. I don't know how good, how pretty a game it's going to be, um, but I'll, yeah, I'll pick Denver to eat this one out. Dolphins at the Chargers. Chargers, three-point favorites uh, in this game. Re- replay from last season, right? We saw these two teams play last year. Is that correct, Dylan? I, I, yeah, I was, I was, I was there actually. Was, as I say, it was same setup, and I guess that's just the nature of how the schedule falls. Dolphins head back there again uh, to play again this season, but yeah, this was a toss-up for me, and again, that's why I think it's a three-point spread uh, to the home team here. But um, as usual, <laughs> there will be some some road fans in attendance uh, for this one. But uh, I am going to pick the Chargers. Uh, Could have flipped a coin probably on this one. I think both these teams are. Are pretty good, and uh, I think what I'm pretty sure I picked both of them to make the playoffs. Uh, it all runs together at this point, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Chargers to get off to a good start here and bounce back from the very very disappointing uh, playoff exit last season. This isn't the first time I'm picking against my playoff predictions with uh, I have the Chargers getting in and the Dolphins not. Um, this I think I just I think that uh, we're gonna see Mike McDaniel come out and have something up his sleeve. I think it's a team that slowed down over the course of last season. Uh, obviously, injuries played a role. Armstead, Toronto Armstead, they're kind of been vague about his status. I think he's going to play, but some, it makes it sound like there's a chance he's not going to. I think that could really swing this game because without him, I, I do think yeah, the Chargers could generate some pressure and cause some problems uh, for the Dolphins up front. But overall, still, a lot of these guys are fresh. Um, Tua, everything is good to go there. And the Chargers, I I don't know. I, I could see them easily winning this game. I, this is a, more of a coin flip. I think the three-point spread makes sense. Would have if it was a little lower. I wouldn't have been surprised. But I, I guess you know the game being in LA is part of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I just like where the Dolphins. I, they're another team like Pittsburgh that I didn't pick to make the playoffs. That I think is going to be right on the fringe. I think on both sides, even without Jalen Ramsey, I, I'm excited to see what Vic Fangio does quickly. Uh, obviously, Brandon Staley, a disciple. Um, you know, was was an assistant in Denver under under him, you know, before going, becoming the Rams defensive coordinator and obviously quickly ascending to the Chargers head coaching job. So there'll be some interesting, I, I think, schematic things going on. And maybe I just at this point trust the the old man and Fangio a bit more. And also, I think McDaniel again early, in, just like last year, early in the year, he had a lot of things that he had ready to go. And I think he's going to be super prepared for a few wrinkles uh, that will give the Dolphins an upset win. All right, Eagles at the Patriots. Eagles, four-point favorites on the road here in this one. Um, Always nice to have a a Super Bowl rematch, Dylan. Uh, Was it 2018? Of course, uh, we remember the Eagles getting the best of the Patriots in that one. Um, Eagles, 
not far away from the Super Bowl as they just made it last year. Patriots feel a little bit further removed from their Super Bowl days right now. Maybe Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve for this one, but uh, you want to talk about looking at rosters, Dylan, and being a little underwhelmed right now. <laughs> I look at the Patriots roster more and more, and I just I don't see it right now. Um, I think it's Belichick working his magic to see what he can get out of this team this season. Man, I just don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I just don't see it. And so, yeah, this is. You know, Eagles only four point favorites in this game. I think there's a Belichick factor in that, and maybe Super Bowl hangover. Uh, but I just, I, I think the Eagles are just a significantly better team on paper heading into the yeah. season. I think it's going to be a tough game. I, I think the Eagles yeah. are gonna they're gonna take some punches early from New England. I think this is a motivated team that on especially on the defensive side of the ball can make a difference. But yeah, it's the talent gap overall for me. It's too high, even in New England, um, to pick against the Eagles. I think that there's just so much balance. I think the offense line is going to be able to weather the storm. We know Jalen Hurts is a guy that a lot things bad, bad things can happen. He had that fumble in the Super Bowl, still came back and played a fantastic rest of the game um, and easily could have won that game. A few things uh, fell their way a little bit differently. Um, I think their defense is going to respond. And I, I just, yeah, maybe as much as I think that New England could figure some things out with Bill O'Brien. It's going to be a little more competent, and maybe this is a team that I should have been taking a little more seriously um, as a playoff team. I know the division's really tough, but I still think there's a chance they sneak in. But, yeah, I think the Eagles at this point are just the, the better team, and um, still, even if I didn't pick them to to win the, to make the Super Bowl from the NFC, I think if they do, I won't be surprised, and I would be. I, I can't say the same thing for the Patriots. So and unless they've got some real week one wackiness, which is possible, I think the Eagles, the better team, will win this one. All right, last game here, Packers at the Bears. The Bears are favored by a point in Chicago. Uh, I told you, I said, I think what's happening here, and it looks like like looking at some of the betting numbers, seems like a lot of people are on the Bears here, um, even though they opened at two-and-a-half-point favorites, and I think it's down to one now. But it seems like, you know, still some positive momentum towards the Bears, but again, even as the home team, if – your numbers going down, then I think that puts an advantage in the road team's favor. And I, I think there's going to be a situation where people are just going to undervalue the Packers a little bit. And look, I didn't make them make pick them to make the playoffs. I, I said they'd probably the next team out for me, but I think there's going to be some undervaluing of the Packers just because of Aaron Rodgers uh, not being there. And of course, we know there's a lot of other positions that the Packers are still pretty good at uh, heading into this season. And will they be better than the Bears at the end of the season? I don't know, but. Again, early divisional matchup week one. I want to see it from the Bears before I'm buying into it. Uh, and so I'm actually going to take the Packers here as the very, very slight underdog to win this one on the road. I just – I want to see the Bears come – and maybe this is the same yeah. as last year, right, where the Bears look – I don't say great in week one. I don't think they look great against the Niners in week one last year. They won the game 19-10 to 10 or whatever. But maybe they come out and make a little bit of a statement here against uh, the divisional rival that seems to be heading in the opposite direction. But – I am not going to pick that until I see it, and so I'm going to I'm going to take the Packers on the road here. They did have a monsoon that helped them in that game against the um, right. 49ers last year. I, I, that doesn't I, I don't love when I look at the the forecast and Pittsburgh being 75 and sunny, but for that game, but yeah, it's supposed to be a much nicer day for this one. Going to be a lot of excitement, obviously, for the the Bears. I think there's a, a feel that they are, like you mentioned, on the rise, even if most people aren't picking them to win the division. Some people think they'll at least threaten to to make the playoffs, but I think as we talked about in our uh, previews for the NFC and the league overall, I think the Packers still have a pretty solid roster, and I think 
I still think Jordan Love has a chance to, with the time that he took to make this, even if we don't expect him to be a top-end QB by any means, uh, it'd be hard to expect anything without seeing him play a few games first. Um, I think they're going to be competent on that side of the ball. Uh, and I just think, yeah, in my opinion, there's still a lot of growth, as I've talked about, with the Bears defense that I think they're going to need to make. Um, so I know the game's in Chicago. I know there's a lot of excitement sometimes when you're over-amped. Things don't come out um, quite as strong. So, yeah, I'll go with the Packers as well. I wanted to pick the Bears. I, I did. But uh, I just uh, I, I want to wait and see a little bit longer with them. I think you know, I, I know there's a ton of excitement, but – um, I don't think this is quite, I don't think they're quite there. I do hope Justin Fields has a good game and I do hope overall he's able to have a great season, but yeah, I think that, I think green Bay is going to, you know, kind of on their, on their own, make a statement that we're still here, even though we're not the favorites to win this division anymore, we're not going to be a, a team that just rolls over. And I, I think that'll be clear in week one. All right. There are picks for week one in the 2023 NFL season. Of course, still on a lot more stuff. To keep people occupied leading into the games, uh, lots of stuff over Clutch Points. Let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, you can go to the Clutch Points app, follow the NFL games this weekend, and uh, by the time you're listening to this on Thursday, in the Clutch Points app, you can go to our website, to clutchpoints.com, to the NFL section. Tons of coverage, predictions for every single game. We have our whole prediction series for the season out. You can find there tons of stuff, fantasy stuff, where even though now you've mostly all drafted players, now we're moving forward with Stardom, sit him stuff, even for week one. So we got that all in the fantasy section of the Clutch Points uh, website. Yep, check it all out there. Any podcast app you use, search for Establish the Pass. And thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Establish the Pass podcast.